let me tell you about our uh, our sponsor for the spotlight here. Uh, one of the Blaze sponsors, we thank them, is American Financing. American Financing, this is... I mean, you have to make 10 minutes to call them today. Call them today. If your uh, interest rate on your credit cards are, you know, 10, 12, even 20 percent now, uh, you got to get out of that. And you can do that by rolling them into your mortgage or refinancing. If your mortgage is over, you know, 4 percent, you can save so much money. And now is the time to save money. Please call American Financing, the number on the screen. America, I've got good news and I've got bad news. And I I actually have some really good, good, good news. Uh, And we're also going to be talking to the administration this hour about the absolute humiliation of the Obama administration and their Middle East policy. Donald Trump has, I mean, I think I think I have an understanding of Donald Trump that most people don't. And I've talked to him about this. I think he has just pulled off one of the biggest coups in the Middle East, and it's a it's a Donald Trump tried and true strategy, and uh, you know, kind of the extra you know icing on the pudding. I mean, why just have icing on cake? Uh, is the fact that it's really just a repudiation of everything that Obama tried to do in the Middle East. We got a great show for you, all lined up. Don't miss a second. You miss a minute, you'll miss a lot. America, it's Friday. This is the Glenn Beck Program. (sighs) Yeah. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) I know what you're thinking. I have no idea. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Car Shield. You remember back in the good old days when the birds were always flying around and, and there was no pollution in the air and everything was great and everybody loved each other? You know, that time when America was just this horrible place and racist. And, anyway, uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you're supposed to say about the good old days. There, there could not be any old good old days. But there was one part that I do remember that you could actually go to a, like an auto parts store and you can fix your car yourself if you had no money. And that was kind of a special thing, you know, uh, the time before computers were introduced to our cars. And I, I want you to understand our cars didn't run as well as they do now because they didn't have computers. But when they go down, they cost a fortune now, and you can't fix it yourself. You can't even pop open the hood. People are, hey, pop open the hood. Let me look at it. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? <laughs> you can't fix it yourself. <clears throat> you can't even diagnose it yourself. Here's the thing. Covered repairs are so important, especially the big thing. And if you're out of warranty, you're screwed. I mean, a computer chip can cost $3,000 for your car, and it won't start if that computer chip isn't working. So you need CarShield. Now, CarShield has uh, 
they've covered i don't know how many millions of americans now they're the leading uh warranty or uh, leading uh car coverage uh service now in america their cars go further because you don't have to worry about it you just take it into the shop into the dealership and they'll replace it with the dealership parts and the right parts and the right mechanics will do it and you don't have to pay it and and then wait for the insurance company to pay you back they take care of all of it they pay directly rates start as low as 99 dollars a month car shield helped over a million drivers which makes them america's number one auto protection company it's carshield.com carshield.com use the promo code back save 10 percent carshield.com 1-800-CAR-6000 carshield.com promo code back deductibles may apply That's right, partner. It's the wild, wild west in the Middle East. Uh, Donald Trump is just the best when it comes to negotiating in the Middle East. I mean, he just is playing this. He's playing every card exactly right, in my opinion. Uh, And that's why the State Department hates him so much. That's why all of the experts hate him so much. Uh, because he's doing, I think, what all of us would do. We've all said, why are we, why are you sitting down and negotiating? They're never, it's never in good faith. Why don't we try, you know, good cop, bad cop? Why don't we do that one? Uh, and that's what he's doing, and it's working. And we'll talk about that coming up in uh, just about 30 minutes. We have uh, the uh, U.S. ambassador on uh, with us in just a minute. Uh, so I have some good news and I have some bad news. Uh, and I thought what I would do is I would, I would, you know, intersperse them. I'd go, you want to start with good news or bad news first, Stu? And then we'll do every other story will be good news and bad news. Uh, all right. Well, I guess it doesn't matter too much, but, uh, you just kind of give some good news. So I guess we go to bad first. So we go to, um, bad first. Okay. Um, earthquakes. Up to the, manic- um, uh, the magnitude of 4.6 under the Salton Sea are raising concern that a larger quake will be unleashed soon on the San Andreas Fault. Um, this is the fault, the part of the fault that has not ruptured since 1680. And they are now saying that this could be uh, a really bad one. And there's a swarm of these uh san andreas fault earthquakes that are happening right now that usually lead you to believe that a major one is coming wait you said start with the bad news <laughs> yeah yes yes okay the- sorry i started I, I went the other way this is the good news california may just slide into the ocean soon so sorry oh. I, I screwed that one up i meant to start with bad news bad news bad news uh Here's one. Um, The Radical Youth Liberation Front is active now in Portland. And uh, this is a group of teenagers. And I just, you know, people say that some people, you know, some of some of the uh, members of, you know, the youth today are just worthless. And uh, and I just want you to know these guys are out there. They're working hard every day. Uh, This is a group that uh, is not talking about abolishing the police. They're not talking about changing policies. Um, In their latest tweet, they said, we don't want to be led. We don't want to lead. We just want to destroy the United States of America, which 
you know, I think is good. Their official statement is abolish the United States of America, not destroy it, just abolish it. Um, and they said uh, members of our group uh, report that watching the Senate hearing on Antifa was very inspiring. Countless times the movement was referred to as being well organized and uh, was conceded that they are winning on several occasions. We'll succeed in abolishing America. And I love this. <laughs> People say the youth can't spell. They spelled America, right? They spelled it with KKK in the middle, <laughs> uh, which is uh, which is great. Uh, they are now encouraging Seattle to uh, stand strong and keep up the energy tonight, Portland. It's all going to be good. Um, when uh, the, the flag was burned, you remember, what was it, last weekend where they took the pages of the Bible, lit them on fire, and then used the Bible pages to light a flag on fire, which I thought was really great yeah, you may uh, have missed this glenn that was just russian propaganda uh that was what the, oh that was russian propaganda mm-hmm. yes the media actually oh. that's what they were saying and and so you read the they're like that fact check come on this fact is check. russian <laughs> fact check russian propaganda check. so you go and you re- i'm like what do you mean like so they're saying basically what russian agents so came over and and did this or maybe like it's a video from a totally different time and a totally different area that the russian right. bots are pushing out like what's their argument right and so they go and you look at it and it's like their their explanation is it was real video. It was you know of antifa burning bibles but russia rt was the first one who promoted it it's like, well, wait a minute. Oh. That's not the same thing. You're talking about, yeah. like, yeah. you're just saying that you guys as the media did a really bad job and didn't pick it up. Like, I, I don't know what to... Can I tell you something, Stu? I have never... I said this yesterday, but I can. I just can't even listen. You know, I listen to The Daily every day, and I listen to Up First on NPR. I try to keep informed on what the other side is saying. Right. I have zero desire now i have had no desire to watch this stuff for a long time but i mean like i used to be able to justify it and say yeah well i need to hear the other side i need to hear you know the other point of view etc etc it's just propaganda straight up propaganda now and i'm like why am i listening to propaganda why am i listening to somebody who who refuses to at least appear to be balanced you know i was listening to one of them today and they were like uh the middle east uh, peace which uh is the opposite direction of barack obama and i'm like oh well, they're gonna okay all right bring it on bring it on okay let's hear some truth uh and this will absolutely fail uh and uh it's it's most likely all just driven by politics for this next election and it really means nothing and i'm like that's your analysis (laughs) that barack obama's policy was better even though nothing but bad stuff came of it uh and he empowered iran it was better because this is just a political maneuver I, mean, I don't even begin to understand it no and then the the opposing view was uh well yes uh yes it is politics but i think the more important factor is that this was already happening i mean the uae and israel they were already cooperating 
So there wasn't really anything that was accomplished. What? I, that's an amazing one because here they are. I mean, they had to admit it publicly. That's the big deal, right? The big deal is taking the step of saying, yes, as an Arab nation, yeah. we are working with, the with Israelis. Israel. That's a huge, huge deal. And, you know, it's yeah. possible it, it creates some sort of cascading effect where other nations do this as well, which would be a very, a very big deal. But you have to give the media a little bit of a break here, Glenn. I mean, they, they've... They've gone here over three years. They've got three months left to this election. They can't turn this around now. This is they, they've made their entire life's work getting this guy out oh, of yeah. office, right? And and you know they just cannot stop themselves from being focused only oh, on that goal. I I think there's a chance that um, you know I, I'm going to share some new polls out. Um, today about people being absolutely unwilling to say that they support the republicans or donald trump or anything they're just unwilling they're supporters they're absolutely unwilling to say it um and i think there's a chance that donald trump really surprises everybody i mean that's what i'm hoping for so i don't know how much is i'm hoping (laughs) and how much is you know actual analysis here so you know Take this with a grain of salt, but I I think there's a chance that he really surprises the press uh, and the polls and everything else. And he pulls out a a pretty significant victory. Uh, I could be completely wrong and wishful thinking, but I think that's I think that's a possibility. And I want that to happen so badly because I just want to see their heads pop. I just want to see them go. I, I mean, you remember them sobbing in back alleys after the last time you got elected. I oh can't even God. imagine what's going to happen Can after this you one. What will they say if he wins again? They've done everything. Everything. They've sold out every value, every principle. They've destroyed journalism. They've destroyed themselves. They've lied, cheated, and stolen to do anything they can to stop him they really will you will just see heads pop on the screen they'll just and they'll just overload it'll be like uh and he's just won his 50th state and you'll just see like blood splatters on the screen they'll <laughs> just they're not going to be the only one surprised if he wins 50 states i will also be surprised well, know, if he's able to pull off all 50 <laughs> no, 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 that I would know be that. amazing but if he but if he has a clear win mm-hmm. if he has a clear win they won't know what to do. They just won't know what to do. Well, yes, they will, because they're already planting the seeds. He stole the election somehow or another. It's because he screwed with the, the, with the post office. It's their yeah. thing now. <laughs> the so US mail. crazy. He's messing with the mail. It's like his own guy that he appointed says that they are going to have no problem getting the ballots uh, to the right locations when they need well, to be in the right exactly locations. that's exactly what he would say. Now, that's exactly what he would say if they were trying to steal it. Yeah, I mean, and he's warning, like, that he's not going to give them the extra money and all of these things, but, like, the, his own guy he that he appointed the, is saying that they can do it. The Postal Service, I'm sorry, I know that it has, like, a 91% approval rating in America. That's insane. It's the Postal Service. Does it really have a... Ni- the, do I, is that true? 90... It is, yeah. The new survey shows it is the most trusted out of all of the government branches. The really? Postal Service? Like, isn't it... It's like the have famous forgot, thing you, for all the jokes about how bad the service right. is. And I've never really found that to be true at the post office. Maybe that's... But still, when, it, when it's something... It, the only part of that I don't like about the post office is... 
it's just ineffective because it's losing so much money. Yeah. You know, and they might get the job done and mm-hmm. it's it's dependable, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, I'm tired of losing money with the Postal Service. Stop it. Stop it. Run it like a business or let a business do it. You know, have people forgotten that how much money they it's like, I love Amtrak. Well, you know what? If you don't care what it costs and you don't care that it loses tons of money, go for it. But that's not common sense. That's not smart. And I think it's time we get somebody in the, the post office that that is is tough on the post office and not not the workers or anything else, but just says we are going to make this a legitimate business. And that's that's exactly who Trump brought in. Right. He brought in a businessman exactly to do right. it. You know, so that's that's yep. what they're attempting. At they least hate that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We, we have uh, more good news coming up in just a second. I think we're on the good news uh, one, aren't we? I think. Did I tell you about the earthquake? That yeah, yeah. No, we got that one. California. Already. Yeah, we got. It. Huh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let me uh, let me tell you about uh, Tempogenics. Temperatures taking the temperatures of babies is really really difficult uh, in small children. But these two women, I love these two business women uh, in um, uh, Ohio. They. Uh, as being moms knew the problem and could solve it with these little sticky thermometers that you put on the uh, the forehead of your child. There are thermometer strips. They're the first paper thermometer strips available. Uh, there's no mylar. There's no battery. Everything, and you can just see the color dot, which is the color dot. Does a baby have a fever? It's just so easy. Well, they started this. It became big. It's at CVS and every place else. Uh, and uh, then COVID hit and all the hospitals were running out of thermometers and they didn't have enough thermometers. So they turned to these guys and said, can you just make these paper? So now some hospitals are using this over the others because they needed enough thermometers. If you're looking for a thermometer, go to CVS and try to find a thermometer. You can find them with temp and toss. Now, here's the best part. As companies are reopening, you need to be able to check your employees' temperatures, et cetera, et cetera. They've now just made this into, you know, 1,000 and 5,000 rolls. Ford Motor Company is using these now. Uh, and so anybody who comes into your building, you just, you know, pop this. Can you just pop this on your forehead? And instantly it tells you the temperature and it is out of all their studies show out of all of them it's the most consistent temperature so temp and toss i want you to go to tempandtoss.com right now tempandtoss.com slash back to work if you need them for your house they're great uh but also if you're running a business also really great tempandtoss.com slash back to work Try it now. Order them for your business. Tempandtoss.com slash back to work. Also available at major retailers. 10 seconds. Station ID. Uh, we're just running out of time. I want to tell you about a couple of things that are happening uh, tonight uh, on Blaze TV. First of all, I did yesterday uh, the uh, weekly podcast, and I did it with Herschel Walker. He's a neighbor of mine, uh, and 
uh, he is he's one of the most remarkable men I've I think I've ever met. You will hear a podcast that will absolutely inspire you. Uh, I've had people tell me already that have uh, listened to it because it came out last night on Blaze. I've already received uh, emails. People in the office have talked about it. Uh, the producer, our executive producer on this program, not not Stu, but uh, Ricky, um, who runs the television side. She is. She said this morning. She said I was listening to it. I was in tears. This in happy tears. It is so inspiring, and you will. You'll see a glimpse of America and the American spirit that you've never seen, but you'll also learn something. Did you know this, Stu, that he has split personality disorder? No, I didn't know that at all. Uh, I didn't know yeah. really so any of you, that backstory. It is, it is fascinating, and we talked about it, but, uh, you know, he didn't want to dwell on it. So we, we hit it, and we spent probably maybe, I don't know, five or six minutes on it. It's fascinating, he actually um, now he doesn't talk about this, but it was in I think uh, it was in an article that I read about him. He is diagnosed as a split personality like Sybil. OK, uh, and I think he has like six different personalities that he's had to live with. And according to this one article that I read, that's reason one of the reasons why there was a divorce. His first wife divorced him because he was dating her with this one personality that kind of took over and she was like i don't even know you and the doctor was like yeah because that's you you were dating somebody else i mean it's it's bizarre yeah and he has conquered this he has faced it uh and he has become such a great success story and now willing to just piss it all away because he believes in Donald Trump. He believes in common sense. He doesn't believe in Black Lives Matter. I mean, this is a don't miss the Herschel Walker podcast available right now for Blaze subscribers out wherever you hear podcasts tomorrow afternoon at three. This is the Glenn Beck program. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org All righty then. So, you find yourself in this place where uh, all of a sudden you got a few hundred dollars every month that you didn't expect to have. A few hundred, few hundred dollars? Uh, boy, what would you do with $300 a month that, you know, just pops up? I don't know. I think that would be great. And I could pay off some of my bills. That's what's happening now with people who are refinancing their house <clears throat> because the interest rates, interest rates are going so low that you can save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars every single month with your uh, with your mortgage payment. It's insane what's happening. American financing is there. It'll take you a 10 minute phone call. They'll tell you exactly how to do this. If you roll in your high interest credit card debt, I'm telling you, you can pay those things off really quickly. Just by calling AmericanFinancing.net. Call them right now. They're waiting. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. And go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. You can get access to that Herschel Walker podcast right now. Uh, use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. <laughs> Straight. 
Stranger Things. Could there be anything more strange than Barack Obama winning the Nobel Prize uh, for peace before he did anything, only to then follow that up with a massive disaster in the Middle East that led to the Arab Spring and... uh, and led to the wonderful alliance that we had with uh, uh, with Iran. And yet everyone is now looking at Donald Trump and saying he's a monster. Uh, he has reversed everything in the Middle East. And now we have uh, another embassy being built and another ally coming out and saying, yep, we recognize Israel and we're working with Israel. This is a, this is one of the biggest success stories of any presidency in my lifetime. What's been happening in the Middle East, what's been happening when Donald Trump uh, moved the embassy to Jerusalem and now this UAA, uh, UAE deal. We have uh, ambassador to Israel from the United States, David Friedman on uh, with us. David, uh this is I, I'm hearing from the New York Times and everybody else. This is no big deal. It's uh, really, you know, kind of sketchy, whatever they're saying. Donald Trump did the opposite of Barack Obama, and it is paying off big time. Tell me about this deal. Uh, hi, Glenn. Uh, it's good to be with you. Well, look, you know, if it Thank was you. no big deal, why, if it was no big deal, why didn't the Obama administration get it done? I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it it, it is uh, it, it is a big deal. And, you know, look, uh, in this business, we're all prone a little bit to hyperbole, but uh, we all use the word historic probably too often. But not here. Not here. I mean, this is an incredibly significant breakthrough. Look, an Arab country hasn't recognized Israel in 26 years. And what's happened here is that, uh, you know, after being not just neglected, but really abandoned, that I would say even betrayed by the Obama administration uh, uh, over the over over that term, you know, both both Israel and the Emirates, because this uh, insane uh, deal that the president that uh, President Obama made with Iran was equally threatening to Israel and the Emirates alike, Um, you know, after those eight years. The president comes in and says, you know what, um, he says to our, by far our greatest ally in the region, I think our greatest ally in the world, Israel, and to an, an, an ever increasingly important friend and ally, the Emirates, the president restored trust uh, between America and these two countries. And, you know, it's, it's tough to rebuild trust. You know, in human relations, when you betray somebody, it's awfully hard to regain their trust. And it was, it was not yeah. easy to re- regain the trust, but he did. And and now, um, you know, you have uh, you have this historic moment, which I believe the president referred to it as an icebreaker. And I think it's going to cascade uh, and, and really change the paradigm of the Middle East. Israel will so, become safer, more prosperous and secure. So that is that's one of the questions. Do you see this uh, embassy building and uh, open relation, good relations with Israel? cascading into Saudi Arabia or any of these other uh, countries? Well, look, without, you know, I don't want to um, put pressure on any particular country because, you know, yeah. we, we were able right, to achieve success with the Emirates by really 
keeping it quiet. You know, the, you know, in, in Washington, everything leaks, right? This is one of the the huge secret. You know, was just kept under wraps until we announced it. I want to give all the other countries the same space and the same opportunity. Sure. But to answer your question, sure. sure, of course, of course, this is going to have an effect. The first country is always the hardest. The second country is the next more difficult. The next most difficult. And three, four, five, it really just becomes easier and easier and easier uh, because they all have cover and they all, you know, there's safety in numbers. And um, of course, we see this happening because all these countries, first of all, you know, there's a common threat, which is always helpful, you know, in terms of diplomacy. But it's not just the common threat from Iran. There's huge upside here. All these countries are trying to emerge from, you know, kind of tribal conflicts and ancient grievances move into the 21st century, you know, gain access to technology, defense mechanisms, cybersecurity, you know, bio defense, all the things that Israel, you know, punches way above its weight. And, and, and they want to be with Israel and they want to be with the United States. That's the future. That's the future of, of the world. And, and they're starting to recognize it. So the the embassy being moved by the United States into Jerusalem, which everyone always said, lead to war, lead to war, lead to war. Everything mm-hmm. that Donald Trump has done, and I think Kushner deserves an awful lot of credit. I was not I was not a fan of the Trump administration or Kushner at the very beginning, but the proof is in the pudding. I was absolutely wrong on so much of almost everything that I said that I thought Donald Trump would do. <laughs> Um, in the Middle East, he is uh, they deserve the credit. How much of this came from two things? One, the moving of the embassy and two, this uh, go ahead. Just you know what? West Bank. That's what you want to call it. Take it. Mm-hmm. Take it. Yep. How much of this was Donald Trump's kind of Tiffany's story? I don't know if you know that story of Tiffany's, but his negotiating skills. Yeah, it, the signal was enormously important, uh, beginning with Jerusalem. Uh, you know, it was the law of the land for 25 years and ignored by uh, by Clinton, Bush, and Obama alike. Um, the president says, look, um, I made a promise to do this. Uh, it's very important to my credibility in the region to keep my promise. Look, in, in, in the Middle East, you know, you're, you have two things. You have credibility and you have strength. If you have those two things, mm-hmm. you ha- you, you, there's, there's, the, there's the possibility of success. If you don't have both of them, and, and frankly, Obama had neither, but if you don't have both of them, you know, you're, you're, you're heading into a quagmire. And so the president said, look, I made this promise. I'm going to keep my promise. And I'm not going to be threatened by, you know, rogue regimes that are threatening the United States. Nobody threatens the United States. We're not going to have some, you know, some some small terrorist group threaten the United States. That was an enormous signal, and it signaled to the uh, and it signaled to, to Israel, of course, that you know that 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 he had their back, and it signaled to the other nations that he could be trusted, that he could be counted upon, and and they, and and they said, look, we, we want to be with him, you know, we don't want to be with uh, with some kind of weak guy. This is not the part of the world to be uh, to be weak or to be hesitant and and, and it really i think set him up for this, this particular success yesterday how concerned do you think uae and saudi arabia and everybody else in the middle east uh is our allies that uh if you would listen to the press there's no way donald trump is going to win um, and the threat of not just a reversal of the Trump uh, policies here, but even more Marxist uh, tendencies 
and more love from for you know the uae's enemies of iran and and everything else are they concerned at all about this election uh going and turning the tide back towards the uh former administration well of, of course they are of course they are i mean when when it's 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 not the it's the policies it's not the people it's the policies uh, right. when 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 people are campaigning on a promise to re-enter the jcpoa uh, that, that that's a mortal threat to all these countries i mean you're talking about empowering the largest state sponsor of terrorism in the world you know people who have you know fanatical islamic extremists that um that are threatening to destroy israel and frankly threatening the region and look you know i you know i come from a family of holocaust survivors my view is you know when someone threatens to kill the jews you better take them seriously and um, every time and for and unfortunately, that, that wasn't the case uh, in the last administration. And I, I really, you know, I yep. think everyone, everyone is petrified about that possibility. So one, one last question, and it's kind of uh, off of the UAE deal. By the way, just congratulations and congratulations to the administration. Legitimately, if this was a legitimate organization, he should receive the Nobel Prize for this. This is a massive, massive deal. Um, but let me let me stay in the Middle East and just talk to you a little bit about Beirut. Um, another really devastating blow to uh, Iran and Hezbollah. Um, but they're not going to take this sitting down. It looks like that bomb was t- it wasn't a bomb, but it was bomb making supplies and and uh, all nefarious stuff. Uh, it wasn't fireworks. Uh, it looks like uh, Hezbollah is on the run in uh, Beirut and uh, the people are turning against them, but they're not going to take this lying down. What do you see for the future in uh, Beirut, in the immediate future? I think in the immediate future, we'll see tension between the, uh, the people of Lebanon and, and Hezbollah. Hezbollah is never... Never, and this is true of all these other terrorist groups as well. You know, they've never been good at governing. You know, Hamas is an abject failure at governing the Gaza Strip. Hezbollah is an abject failure. They brought nothing but misery, uh, misery and more misery to their people. Um, the problem is this: the problem is that they have a lot of weapons. Just like same thing with Hamas. It's really identical to Hamas in the Gaza Strip. They got a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. It's a brutal regime. No human rights, no respect for uh, for any uh, any human rights at all. So in those environments, and Iran is no different. You know, the the people are miserable, and the people are ready to rise up. But you know, uh, it, it's it's really hard to rise up against a brutal regime that is uh, massive, massively more powerful. Uh, I'm praying for the people of Lebanon that they can somehow eject Hezbollah. They've done nothing, nothing but disaster for the people of Lebanon. And uh, it's, 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 it's the same as the Palestinians in Gaza. Um, it's, it's, it's a heartbreaking situation. And I would, under, I, would, uh, I would guess that unlike the Obama administration, if the people did rise up, that we would at least have very vocal moral support for, for those freedom fighters and the people who are crying out. Yeah, yeah we, we've done that all around the world. I mean, it's not just in the Middle East. I mean, we have it right in our own backyard in Venezuela. I mean, yes, we are on record as supporting the, the people who rise up against these brutal, oppressive regimes. 
David, thank you very much. Thank you for your service to the uh, country uh, and uh, to peace in the Middle East. Um, again, congratulations on this. And I hope we have four more years to uh, truly cement uh, the what, what's happening uh, with the United States and Israel. I agree with you. They are our number one ally. I also agree with you when somebody says they're going to kill you uh, and wipe you out. Uh, you better listen to them every single time, especially when they have a track record of doing it. Amen. Thank you, Glenn. Great talking to you. Thanks. You bet. The U.S. ambassador to Israel. So here we are trying to put our country back together. Um, Do you see the school districts, Stu? I mean, this, you know, you said yesterday that, well, uh, you know, why, why are you saying that uh, we're, you know, uh, so shut down? We're, we're, we're really opening up. And you know what? You're absolutely right on that. Most of the country is on the road to opening back up, and there's some good unemployment numbers, et cetera, et cetera. But then I see these things, like I can't remember. It's, I think it's in California. Some of these schools are saying they're not opening up the entire year. They're not opening up. Oh, yeah. If you're in California, you're totally screwed. I was talking about America, the uh, the part. Uh, the <laughs> okay. Other, all the right. Other part. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did I, did I tell you that scientists um, are thinking that the San Andreas Fault may have a big earthquake and part of California may just drift into the sea soon? Are we on the good news or the bad news part of the? That was a good. That was a good. Well, I don't know. Um, ZipRecruiter. If you <laughs> if you are. Uh, if you are getting ready to open and uh, or you need to get new employees or, you know, bring some new people on uh, ZipRecruiter can help you ZipRecruiter. They they are not a business of despair. They are a business of the future and they will help you build it with exactly the right people. You hire one bad apple and it does spoil the whole bunch, babe. Wow, did I just quote a 70s song from the Osmonds? I think I just did. Mm. Um, ZipRecruiter is so effective. I feel like Pat. So effective that four out of five employers who post there get a quality candidate within the first day. I can testify that's true because we've done it. We've seen it. I mean, we were in a place where like, I got to have somebody today. Get get ZipRecruiter. And that day, we had a qualified candidate. We hired somebody uh, after, I think, somebody that had uh, uh, applied through ZipRecruiter. They found them within the first 24 hours. I mean, it, it, they're remarkable. Try it for free right now at ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. The smartest way to hire. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, Stu, can you can you help me out with this? Uh, The 9-11 tribute in light. This is the best memorial I've ever seen anywhere in the world. Uh, I personally think it should be done year round, but the birds, I guess, get confused by it. So on 9-11, what they do is they take these huge, two huge spotlights and they put them at ground zero where the towers were and they shoot that light up into the air. And it's. It is absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. and stunning. They do it one day a year, September 11th. 
The Tribute in Light Memorial has been canceled uh, because of COVID-19 concerns. Oh, okay, because yeah, light does you, light into the sky is known to spread the virus, uh, which is a major major issue. I know all the doctors right, are worried about right now. Right. Uh, so why? How does? I mean, <laughs> do I? How? How is that? Because it's not like it's a memorial that everybody goes down to see. Oh, I want to see the big spotlight. No, you. It's. It's a tribute that you see across the water. The closer you go to it, the less impressive it is. Right. The whole you know point of I mean? seeing it as a dis- at a distance. That's kind at of... At a, a distance. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how the 9-11 tribute needs to be canceled due to COVID concerns. But, you know, damn it, if those spotlights would just wear a mask, <laughs> yeah, it would right. be fine. Everything would be fine. Uh, all right, we got a great hour coming up for you. The crazy news of the week in just a minute. Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little Apply Coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back hello america it's friday and uh, there's some surprising news, Stu. Have you seen all of the surprising news that is is making the rounds? For instance, uh, the Portland State Police has given up because they say the state's not serious about stopping. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we've that's got a, a shocking yeah. development. We've, we've got all kinds of shocking news uh, to uh, share with you. It's going to be a fun hour. You don't want to miss a second of today's show. You miss a minute, you miss a lot. America, it's Friday. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Gosh, that is so weird. Every day it's a coincidence. Uh, you hear that and then you are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. I mean, what are the odds every day? My pillow. Let me tell you about uh, uh, Mike Lindell's dream. He's got a dream uh, to help people sleep better. You've heard me talk about the Giza dream sheets. I haven't talked about them for a while um, uh, because they weren't on special. They are on special now and... I'm telling you, I sleep with the Gaza Dream Sheets uh, every night. I am a sheet snob. There is, I could never go to, I could never go to prison because I wouldn't be able to sleep on those sheets. I'm sure they're not Giza Dream Sheets. That would be torture. It really would. The one thing that I don't care if I'm homeless, if I have a harm, if I have a cardboard box, I need to have. I just need to cover the cardboard with at least a nice sheet. 
it's the one luxury that I just don't want to live without. And the Gaza Dream Sheets are a luxury, but it is, you get them two for one now. It, they are not priced like a luxury item. Uh, and that is because of my pillow. And, and uh, Mike went over, and this is Egyptian cotton uh, from Giza. And he, he's got a whole bunch of this cotton made a deal uh, with them. And it is really a great night's sleep on great, great sheets. They're cool, uh, breathable. They're super soft. You can get them at MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special right now. Take uh, take a look at their two-for-one low price now on the Giza Dream Sheets plus free shipping. You'll find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials, 800-966-3117. Promo code BECK at MyPillow.com. This is the city. 151 days into our 15 days to flatten the curve. Don't know how that works. Well, 15 days, 150 days. I mean, what's the difference there? A zero. And what's a zero? Nothing. We've decided to uh, go with all of these great investigative journalists today and give you the stories that they've been working on that are shocking in a new segment we like to call Now Sherlock. Thank you. Took us a minute to get to get to that but uh really no crap. That's true, huh? <laughs> Who would have seen that one coming? For instance, uh Minneapolis and Milwaukee and Chicago have seen now major surges in homicides. New data shows that it looks like, for some reason, Milwaukee has seen a 120% increase in murders compared to the same time last year. I don't know what's causing it. Minneapolis, second highest spike, 114% increase in murders new york is reporting the same thing now they say that it may be caused by the city saying they're not going to enforce the laws and they're going to defund the police but they're not sure yet Hmm? i can't believe what you're saying is this I'm perplexed I know. by this. How could this I know. possibly, how could one lead to the other? It would take someone like Sherlock Holmes to see mm. this coming, wouldn't it? it would. I mean, who would have seen this coming? Yeah. Gosh. Now, another one. This one's from California. Uber may shut down in California. What? Why? How could? Yes. What would, How could, what would, well, Stu, I don't, I'm not saying this is connected, okay? Mm-hmm. But apparently the new, uh, the new law in California that says you can't have any gigs, that you have full-time employee if you work for a, country, a company. There's no independent contractors, uh, and that's what 
you know, Uber is built on just people who say, you know what? I want to drive today. I've got another job or I, you know, want to work at my own hours and kind of be my own boss. Uh, you can't do that in California. And uh, so it's destroying Uber uh, in California. And they're saying now, yeah, they're saying now Uber may shut down in California. You're kidding me. I, when I heard I that that law was going coming. through, I thought it would just improve the life of I, workers. And now uh, Uber's yeah, leaving yeah. the state? That is, wow. <laughs> Who would have seen that one coming? Really, honestly, I. <laughs> Manhattan real estate. Uh, I'm sorry, Manhattan retail chains are now fleeing to the suburbs. No, apparently, yeah. No, I don't. This is crazy. Don't you say is, that? Is Pat in there? Pat has just I, walked in. He can't even in believe there? some of this stuff. Pat, isn't this not like being hit in the face with a shovel? I I'm mean, speechless. It is. I'm absolutely speechless. <laughs> yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So in the prime real estate areas, mm-hmm. all the stores that rely on having, you know, international tourists and local tourists, uh, they're all they're all being closed. Um, they say Madison Avenue is no longer what it used to be. Uh, they are people are quote fleeing the city in droves. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. And uh, apparently, apparently, this is also leading to the largest glut of apartments in the history of New York. What could no. be causing such flight from Manhattan? I I don't I don't know. Cuz there's I, been this idea over the years that people in Manhattan put up with things like the rat urine yeah. smell to get to all the great places that were open mm-hmm. and exciting and some said mm-hmm. that that it was when they would close people might leave the city. I kind of just thought they liked the rat urine. So I'm shocked by this. Have the rats left? Maybe they've stopped urinating. Yeah, well, the rats, I believe, have also moved out of uh, New York. They're afraid of the streets at night. Uh, And some of the rat hotels that have been looted. uh, But the city is acting to put new taxes on rats to keep them in place. Uh, And I'm sure that Mm. will... uh, who I mean, I, I didn't see it. I I didn't Did see, it see it coming, coming. myself. I yes. Yeah. Yesterday, Joe Biden, in a shocking, shocking interview, has come out and said he wants to mandate all Americans wear masks. What? Really? Yes. He doesn't seem like the type yes. of guy that would want to implement was, something like that nationwide from the federal government. I have to tell you, I didn't see this one coming. I have not seen anything from the Democrats, from the left, that they might be draconian, mm. uh, that they might just implement federal laws uh, that go against uh, rights. You know what I mean? Uh, just jam things down people's throat. I didn't see it coming. I mean, so unlike I mean, them. Pat, it have is. you seen so unlike them? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it I, I'm it flabbergasted. is. Is that still a word? Flabbergasted? Now I, I mean, it, if it is. <laughs> yeah, well, Joe Biden understands it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, he understands he that word. He, he was. Does. 
He's like, oh, that's one of those newfangled words. Uh, so now some might say that this mandate by the president of the United States uh, might be something that people would push against. Now, I don't see that coming. I think Americans will love the idea that the federal government tells you exactly what to do. If they're patriotic, they will. Yeah. If they're patriots, they will. Yeah. The, the way I think about it is that the mask is like a hug for your face. Oh, that's nice. You know? I like that. I think if you think of it that way, it's just really nice. I like that. Thank mm. you. That's beautiful. really... It's beautiful. I didn't see that one coming either, <laughs> uh, Stu. I didn't... Sherlock! Uh, now, there's a, there's a couple of things here that I need to get you guys uh, on board. Because I saw this one coming, and I'm no Sherlock Holmes. Uh, I saw this one coming, but you guys are sports fans, uh, so you would know. Uh, the NBA ratings continue to be exceptionally low this month. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, even though, even though everybody has been saying, huh. you know, I just want sports back. Apparently, for some reason... They're not watching sports. Are they not uh, enjoying the Black Lives Matter messages on the back of everybody's jerseys or the mural painted on the court? Because I love that stuff. <laughs> Me too. It's beautiful art. Are they not enjoying perhaps the kneeling prior to during the national anthem and the in-your-face messages all day long about how bad white people are? I Because I, I love that. Uh, are others not liking it? Huh. What? That's I don't they weird. don't have they don't have huh. they don't have a reason or an explanation yet on why <laughs> it's hard to figure the NBA it's very hard to figure people <sighs> wow. are trapped at home uh-huh. and uh they've all been saying how much they miss sports but then you give the people what they want yeah and uh they don't they don't they don't go people are so fickle they they're are. just so fickle yeah. yeah. I mean, especially I when, you, when now, you give them sports with a heavy dose of politics. Who wouldn't love that? Right. Who, who Because wouldn't? I was afraid about watching right. sports because I was huh. afraid I wouldn't get all the updates I needed on all the protests. <laughs> and now I can get both at the yeah. same time. It's well, perfect. you're not getting the update on the protests. You're getting the explanation of the protests. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're getting mm-hmm. what everybody's yearning for. Somebody that can put it into perspective. Yeah. Uh, without all the hate. Like when I was watching the Celtics game and they showed on in the interview right after, they gave uh-huh. me a lengthy explanation of Angela Brown, the former person who was, uh, ran for vice president of the Communist Party USA oh. and was on the federal, okay. uh, the FBI's 10 most wanted list because she supplied guns to a murderer. Right. Wait, well, I thought it was like, I, that sounds like great entertainment it to sure me. It sure does. Is it not what others want yeah. Uh, how yeah yeah what so pat i you know obviously i haven't watched i mean poor herschel walker yesterday i did a you know podcast with him and i started with i don't know jack about sport i knew you won a heisman trophy but i i and i could i could describe the heisman trophy but i don't know how you win or anything else <laughs> and he was just like dear god dear god help me now um but anyway uh you know i i really am not watching these things uh, like mm-hmm. most americans are they really putting f- phrases on the court like they threatened to do yeah oh yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the back of the jerseys. Well, you got the Black Lives Matter on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big mural like they oh put in God. the middle of the streets. It's not a mural. It's just big black block letters 
uh, that say Black Lives Matter. A mural, I thought, was somewhat of a painting, if you will. Yeah, that was my a mural impression. Used to, yeah. The definition of yeah, a mural yeah, yeah. has changed. But anyway, yeah, they've right. got the, all the things that... This is just a like a vinyl strip on the court that just right. says Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yes. Different yeah. than a mural. Right. Yeah, it yeah, is okay. different. I was. Uh, I, yeah. I thought it was interesting because they're also doing the thing where they put the names on the back. Uh, like, like say, Black Lives Matter. It's where mm-hmm. the name normally would be. Or um, things like say their, say their names. Yeah. Um, the one that I don't think worked mm-hmm. well, very well was uh, they've been putting the, how many more. And so, unfortunately, it comes right above the number. So, like, one guy I saw was number 14. It just said, how many more? 14. <laughs> I was like, that seems like, why do you want that 14 seems like too more many. murdered? I why? want none. Well, he, yeah. he, may, he may be making a prediction. He may okay. be making a prediction. There's going to be 14 know, more, 14. and then we'll be all set. You, 14. <laughs> all right. right. So, you know, when, when you look at it that way, I mean, it's every life we lose is bad, but if it's 14 more and then it's done, right? I mean, we fixed it. <laughs> that's, you know, that's it's optimistic. It's optimistic. Uh, mm-hmm. One more thing. Um, according to the Sports Business Journal, HBO's Hard Knocks uh, premiered on Tuesday and my Blaze TV show uh, has more uh, viewer <laughs> viewers, I think, than th- this did. I'm, I'm not kidding you. That's, that's amazing. Uh, I mean, I I like watching Hard Knocks. I'm a huge NFL fan. Did had no idea that it started already. I, I have no idea. Yeah, did I didn't you know. heard that? I didn't know either. Mm-mm. Oh, so you think that maybe this one is not due to everybody just being pissed at sports? It's just maybe it just people didn't know. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> maybe. It's possible. I mean, we can't figure that. Look, we are not. We are absolutely not Sherlock Holmes. So we if we don't. We don't have all the answers. We don't have all the answers here. Uh, We're perplexed by these stories and so many others. Uh, But that wraps up today's edition of... Now, Sherlock! All right. If you are one of the people who aren't eager for the masks to come off because you just love them, they're like a hug for your face. It might be the case that you're dealing with eh, maybe some stuff you don't want to show off, like turkey neck or loose skin around the jawline and chin. And, you know, the masks have been a nice thing, but it's not really a long-term solution for you. Thankfully, uh, it's the GenuCell uh, summer blowout sale is going on. Right now, when you order the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness and the jawline treatment, Chamonix is going to double your supply of both products for free. If your jawline could maybe use a little bit of tender loving care, look no further. Chamonix has got you covered. Results are guaranteed or you get 100% of your money back. It's that easy. Just go to uh, GenuCell.com. Uh, if you order your GenuCell now uh, you, for a limited time, not only will Shamani double your order for free, but you'll also get the GenuCell immediate effects absolutely free as well. It's a great deal. Get your double order free plus a surprise luxury gift. All orders today are upgraded to free priority shipping. They're loading all the goodies on for you. Don't wait another minute. Visit GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. It's GenuCell.com. Dot com, 10 seconds, station ID. <sighs> hey, did you see the Seattle City Councilwoman uh, that has just ripped apart uh, Carmen Best? Uh, Carmen Best is the uh, former Seattle chief of police. 
Uh, she was a black woman. She seemed to have common sense. Um, and uh, and of course, they had to let her go. Uh, you know, you just let her walk. Uh, she had been betrayed by the city, the mayor, the city council over and over again. And she said when they started cutting salaries, how do you make something better? I mean, you want to make the government better, uh, you know, or our military better. What do you do? You cut spending. You you want to make your business uh, better. You go and you hire better people. You spend more money to hire better people. Uh, you don't you don't just say, you know what? We want to get really uh, so much better. Uh, we're just going to cut everything by 50 <laughs> percent. That doesn't usually go hand in hand. I don't know that logic. Uh, but uh, of course, the Seattle City Council, they know better. Uh, she says that it was no accident that right wing figures like William Barr were sorry to see her step down. They recognize the service best has provided the capitalist class by pushing back against Black Lives Matter at the height of its power. I mean, can you believe the language that people are using now? And everybody's like, hey, what what, uh, is the NBA on tonight? (laughs) They're pushing the capitalist class. They are providing a service to the capitalist class. She says, in the face of mob uh, violence, she drew a lie uh, line in the sand, and there is uh, it's it's no uh, no coincidence that Donald Trump likes her. Yeah, I, mm. <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing one because she's one of those people who I think cut through this entire era as one of the people I really liked. Uh, which me too, uh, you know, mm-hmm. probably I don't do like very many in people Seattle. involved. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, she was, she, you could tell she felt completely defeated. She wasn't going to, she didn't break the process though. Right. She, she had no nope. choice, but to, uh, to respect right. what, what she had to, you know, right. by essentially taking her orders. But she, I mean, she was apologizing profusely to her own officers for not being able to protect them, for not being able to let them do anything that they wanted to do to try to protect the people and the business owners in that area. She stood up in a really tough time. And that's why there's a lot Who's of people now who are calling for her to run for office and all of these things. And I don't know if that's going to oh. happen. I, you know, I don't. Well, you know, the mayor, uh, the mayor just asked the, C, uh, the uh, Washington State Supreme Court to rule uh in her favor on stopping a recall of the mayor the seattle residents uh, 50,000 of them signed a peti- petition to get her out of office uh and today uh, she's filing with the or yesterday she filed with the uh supreme court of washington state to stop that i don't know i think i think if this woman would run for mayor i i think she i think the socialists might be surprised mm. i mean you know, I have no idea. Seattle is insane, but I think there's enough people that even agree with a lot of stuff of the Marxists that want security. This is the Glenn Beck program. All right. When you're looking to buy or sell a house, it is easy just to, you know, find a real estate agent, pick it out of a hat. Or you usually say, hey, do you know a good real estate agent or. Uh, you know, and inevitably somebody says, oh, you know what? My nephew just started in real estate and he is working so hard. OK, I, I want an expert, especially right now. 
Right now, real estate is either in the absolute dumps. Hello, California. Or there pe- people in Texas are buying things on Skype. I talked to a real estate agent yesterday. She said, I just sold my second house on Skype. I walked around the house with my phone and said, ah, okay, this is the master bedroom. And they're like, we'll take it. I mean, it's crazy what's going on. If you are moving, especially if you're moving to a good state, uh, you're going to need the right real estate agent to help you get a good price and find the right home and do it quickly. If you need to sell your home, especially in California, you're going to need a great real estate agent. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find yours. Realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you. Don't forget to watch Pat Gray Unleashed, his podcast and program available at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Save 10 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck Program, joined now by uh, Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, a podcast you can get uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, also, you can see his show as he records live uh, prior to this program on the Blaze Radio Network. And, of course, uh, Stu Bergier, our executive producer, is also uh, joining us as usual today. And today, listening to about half of this program. Uh, which is which is nice. Which half, is, is nice. half is high. It's a high, <laughs> well, high estimate. But yes, well, I, I know. To, I've heard I know. bits and pieces. When you start talking about Herschel yeah. Walker, I listen. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to talk about Herschel Walker. It is the most fascinating, the most jaw-dropping, and the most inspiring interview I think I've ever done. Huh. Uh, it's, a, it's an interview wow. with Herschel Walker. Uh, I, we premiered it for blaze subscribers last night. You can still get it, uh, at blaze TV, everyone. It'll be available for everybody on Saturday afternoon at three o'clock. It is a don't miss. This thing is, is just, it's, it's, uh, did you know that he had split personality disorder? I've never heard that before. No, I had no idea. So I started doing my research on him, or I think everybody else would just go to sports. I'm not interested in sports. Uh, poor Herschel Walker with me. Um, <laughs> but I think I did ask him one good sports question about his trade to the Vikings from Cowboys at the end. But um, the uh, uh, I'm doing my research on it, and I'm reading stuff that I'm like, this can't be true. Is this a different Herschel Walker? Um, that he has split personality disorder, uh, and that's like Sybil. Um, he described it as that, and he's like, "I'm not Sybil. I, I don't. I, I don't, that's not me. I don't have that." But he does have that. He's been diagnosed with it. He went to the hospital for a while to uh, uh, to deal with it. Um, and uh, from according to the, I, I didn't go deep into it because I don't want to dwell on. You know, he'll tell me what he wants to tell me, and he brought this up. Um, but, uh, he talked about how his, uh, personality on competitiveness, uh, is so strong that he said when people would come over and they would challenge him to anything, anything, he said, I would take a revolver out of my safe and I would put one bullet in it with them standing there. And I'd spin the barrel and I'd put it against my temple and I'd pull the trigger. And he said people would be shocked and they'd be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you crazy? Are you? And he's like, no, I'm going to win. Are you willing to do that? I'm willing to give it everything. I'm going to win. 
And he said that personality, that's that's one of the, I think, six personalities uh, that I read that he had. Uh, and it's just it's why he is so good at everything, because that personality is so strong. And it came from uh, an experience that he talked about in this podcast. That's amazing. Um, he was uh, a fat kid. A kid with problems with his knees. Uh, I got the impression kind of a sickly kid. And he went into uh, the doctor when he was, gosh, maybe 10. Uh, and the doctor said in front of him to his mom, he's never going to uh, amount to anything. Uh, he's he's just not going to have the strength. So kind of keep him comfortable uh, and, uh, that's kind of what his life is going to be like. And he got into the car and his mom turned to him and said, Herschel, he is not our doctor. We have one doctor and he is God. And you only listen to him. Don't you listen to that doctor? But he was beat up. He was the, the kid that everybody made fun of. And in the eighth grade, he got beat up. And that's when this character took over. And uh, he said, never again. And he had a speech impediment. He was fat. He couldn't run. Uh, all of these physical problems. Uh, and in that summer, he started doing 5,000 sit-ups and push-ups a day. Whoa. And wow. then went to the library and researched speech impediments and started working on his speech impediment and started learning. He graduated. He was an, a zero in eighth grade, the ninth grade, everything. He said, I came back to school a different person. And as it turns out, he was a different person. Mm. Um, but he came back this muscle bound kid that now was the fastest runner uh and smart he was first in the class uh he graduated uh valedictorian uh was he really uh, i didn't know yeah. that either i didn't know he was yeah. valedictorian of his high school class he huh. totally changed everything everything uh and when you hear his downs and his twist and turns and then his willingness just to work hard it's so inspiring. So inspiring. Pretty awesome. So no wonder he's and you, fairly successful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do and you okay. know what? Do you do you even know that he is like one of the biggest restaurant suppliers uh, in the country? Did you know that? I'm starting to think I don't know anything about Herschel Walker. <laughs> right. Did he play football? Or is that? <laughs> yeah. I have never heard any of these stories. And I'm, yeah. I'm not surprised that I haven't heard him because I don't know anything about sports or follow sports figures. Um, but I, I was surprised that people haven't said to me his whole story because he's the he's one of the most fascinating people I've ever I've ever talked to. Mm -hmm. uh, he is. Did you know he was a ballet dancer? Uh, that I did. I saw on a uh, NFL presentation on him. Yes, I have okay. seen that. So a ballet dancer. He's a bobsledder. Uh, he uh, he was. Uh, uh, there's another one that uh, he's done that is just so odd. He's then uh, one of the most successful businesses for 
uh, supplying restaurants with their you know, their goods and their needs mm. um, in the country. Everything this guy does, it just is a wild success. His son is going into uh, uh, college next year. He's going to, well, I better not say that. I don't. Well, his son says it, UCLA. Um, and oh. I mean, he is playing football. He, no, no, no. Oh, really? Uh, uh-uh. mm. and he is, uh, he's only a sophomore in high school and he's already graduated and was wow. accepted to UCLA wildly smart. Um, but really outspoken. If you follow, if you look for him, uh, on his Instagram page, uh, he has the facts down he's like taking on black lives matter and he's like really you say black lives matter how about this 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 and this i mean he's really well spoken and really super smart mm-hmm. uh except uh, i don't think he gets it he, in one of his videos i watched he was talking about how uh excited he was uh because he's just going to make so many friends at ucla i'm like dude you're not going to make any friends at ucla <laughs> <laughs> just none None. Uh, so that is a uh, podcast that comes out tomorrow for the general public, wherever you get your podcast. You can download that tomorrow at three o'clock. Uh, if you're a Blaze subscriber, you got it last night. You can watch it today. It's really good. There's an, one other thing. Um, have you, have you, Pat, been reading and following the UFO stories as uh, much as I have been? To a certain extent. I don't know about as much, but I, I have been following them, yeah. So what is your... What is your thinking on what's going on? I think that we're being visited by by people from other planets. Right. And are yeah. we are we slowly being brought to that? Uh, I mean, like why it, is the go- it, def- it does, it doesn't it? Definitely seems like it. Yeah, it seems like they're just trying to break it to us slowly because I, I don't know if they think people are going to freak out religiously over it. I, it doesn't bother me religiously at all. Doesn't bother me. Why would all. it? I mean, why wouldn't the same right. God have created all of us? Anyway, uh, yeah, it does seem like they're just breaking t- breaking it to us gently, if you will. And uh, now they've decided we can handle it, I guess. Maybe we're to the point of sophistication or, that that we can take it. Or, or we are at a place to where intervention is coming. I mean, or not intervention, but uh, it's like, guys, it's uh, they're here all the time. Um, uh, there is, there's a couple of stories that came out. I did a big UFO special on the Friday exclusive. I don't know, about four months ago. Um, and it was huge and I'm talking to the experts. I'm not talking to UFO conspiracy theories. In fact, I'm talking to two guys, uh, that never believed in UFOs. Um, they worked, um, uh, for the military, and uh, the guy who runs this organization now was asked by General, uh, gosh, he was the he was the guy for the surge. What was his name? Uh, General. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, I can't he, you know, the, either. yeah, yeah. Um, but he was asked. Uh, he asked him. He said, "Do you believe? What are you, what are your thoughts on UFOs?" And the guy was like, "I don't have any thoughts on UFOs." And he's like, uh, but do you believe in them? He's like, honestly, I haven't even thought about it. I I don't think it's relevant at all. So who cares? And the general said, you're perfect to run this. 
And so he went in and this is now coming out in stories. I've read two stories on this and I want an answer. Two stories. One, I think, was like in the New York Times. And they say that uh, the army has just made a deal with his company to um, take the technology that we have uh, found or acquired that is best described as otherworldly to repurpose uh, the technology for uh, flight and defense. And no article will ever say, uh, what acquired technology? What, what, where did we acquire that? When did we acquire mm-hmm. that? What is it that we have? And I'm going to ask the guy who's the head of this this company that uh, works with the Defense Department that question tonight. I can't wait to hear the answer. Uh, did you read the, I think it was a New York Times article a couple of weeks ago that said uh, there's no belief in UFOs anymore. It's not a matter of belief. It's a matter of yeah. science now. So that means it's gone beyond. We don't believe they're here. We have evidence. We have proof that they're here. So did you see the uh, did you see the the possible drone strike on one of our uh, nuclear power plants? Did you see that in the news? Uh, Yeah. Where they had the swarm there. Is that what? Yeah. They had a swarm and Mm -hmm. they can't figure out who did it. And I don't think this was aliens, but. The last time he was on, we talked about how science is proving this stuff because now we we have it all on record. But how we are specifically how these alien or otherworldly ships are specifically targeting our nuclear sites Mm -hmm. uh, and our military Um, and they are tracking us and we are tracking them in weeks at a time. So we have them locked on for weeks at a time, and they are looking at all of our wow. our nuclear plants and our nuclear uh, facilities for mm-hmm. weapons mm-hmm. and our military. It's kind of hard to. I mean, it's not weird it's though phenomenal. because what are they? What are they? What is their interest in that? They got to be way beyond anything we can do if they can interplanetary is, travel. Yeah, I'm going to talk to him about it again tonight. But the last time I talked to him about it, he said. They are just sending us a message. You can track us, but you can't stop us. Uh, and mm. it's a it's a pretty frightening thing. So yeah. we'll, we'll have more on that tonight, the Friday <laughs> exclusive. Both of those things, if you're a subscriber to Blaze TV, you get both of those things today uh, with your subscription. So join us, uh, Blaze uh, Blaze TV dot com, slash Glenn, and use the promo code Glenn, and you will save ten percent. All right. Uh, Thank you, Pat, for being with us. Um, our sponsor this half hour is Simply Safe. Decisions now largely beyond your control are being made about whether your kids are going back to school or not this semester. Uh, you know, and while going to the school board and falling on your knees and screaming at the top of your lungs, please take my kids back uh, because you're surely going to lose your mind uh, before they do. Uh, you're, you're going to be stuck at home with them probably for a little while longer. Now, here's the bad part of this, besides them being at home for a little while longer. 
um, they're using computers and phones and everything else uh, at enormous rates. And that is making it uh, really easy for people to track, uh, for people to know uh, what your business is, what you're doing, what you're doing at home. You really need to keep your family safe. And with everything that is going on around the around the world and people saying, hey, you got insurance so I can steal it. You need the best security you can get. And Simply Safe is that security system, I believe. SimplySafeBeck.com. SimplySafeBeck.com. Get a free HD security camera when you order your system. You own it. It's simple to use. Uh, it's 50 cents a day to monitor. And it's the, just the best in the business. It's SimplySafeBeck.com. Go there now. Uh, this uh, theme of the new Seattle uh, Police Department, I think they're expecting the bat signal to be uh, put in soon because um, they've got other ways of fighting crime in Seattle and Portland. Um, we have Robbie George on uh, next. He's a Princeton uh, professor and a good friend of, of the program and of mine. He's the director of the James Madison program. He is uh, a, an oddity. He is a very conservative professor at Princeton that has tenure. And uh, so he's he's allowed to speak his mind. Uh, and he did a, a Twitter thread the other day talking about how bad things are getting. And uh, he said, you know, we, we've got to start standing up. And this thing took off and began to explode within the university uh, community. We're going to talk to him about that. Oh, and a guy who apparently is one of the biggest exorcists in the world. Uh, he had a fascinating article. I don't know much about him, but I wanted to talk to him about his this article on exorcism coming up. Our spotlight sponsor is Rough Greens. Tell me about your dog and your experience, Stu, with Rough Greens. Well, uh, we have two dogs, uh, Piper and Miles. Piper is five, just turned five, and Miles is 162 approximately uh he's an old little pug and he, he's one of those dogs that unlike most dogs who uh will jump at any treat you give them or like just try to glom on any human food he'll kind of like put it in his mouth drop it sniff it like he's very very hesitant to eat stuff that's not what happens with uh, rough greens you put rough greens on his food he just dives right in and then he comes out because his face is all white he's legitimately i think 16 now uh so so it turns into it, he does have a little green beard with it but it it really gets him excited it gives him energy he loves his food uh it's a 14 day jumpstart bag of rough greens is only 14.95 and you'll see the difference uh in 14 days or less 14 days or less it's 833 glen 33 is the number or roughgreens.com slash beck 833 glen 33 America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We have one of the smartest guys I know, one of the most ethical guys I know, uh, and and brave. 
it doesn't begin to describe uh, the guy I want to bring on next. He was involved in kind of a, uh, a tweet storm. He was uh, he was putting a thread together about college campuses and what is happening on our college campuses and how people need to speak out and. He was deluged with professors and uh, teachers everywhere saying, wait a minute, I mean, it's 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 dangerous. And he's like, he knows. He's going to talk about this and his solution, uh, which is really, really simple and yet very, very difficult. Robbie George joins us from Princeton University in one minute. This is... The Glenn Beck Program. Now, Glenn, I, I realized, you know, as I was watching you do the intro there, that you seem to run your face into the microphone. Like the microphone seemed to plunk you in the face while you were speaking. I'm wondering, should we send that video directly to the Radio Hall of Fame so they can have it on display? How does that work exactly? I don't know if there's a submission process. Is there a... There's so something we can do. To you're help just trying you. to help me. You're just trying to help me get into the Radio Hall of Fame, aren't you? You better. If, you'll if, notice if, that the mm-hmm. you'll notice that the radio listeners didn't know that it hit my face. It's <laughs> uh, the magic. It's just how good I am. <laughs> That's the magic. All right. Shave Secret is getting rave reviews right and left, and more and more people are starting to find out that they can completely replace all the shaving equipment and all of the crap that you have on your uh, your bathroom counter in your shower. With one little bottle, it's Shave Secret. It revolutionizes the way men and women shave. Uh, here's what Travis had to say. Not only does it smell great, but it leaves your skin feeling soft without aftershave. I have really sensitive skin. Now I'm actually recovering from a bad rash from a prior shaving cream. It doesn't get any better than Shave Secret. It really doesn't. It's an essential oil. You just need a couple of drops on a wet palm. You you rub it into your skin, your beard, your legs, wherever. It smells amazing. Going to replace all those ridiculous creams and everything that you spend a billion dollars on. Shave Secret, 100% natural, easy to use, compact, great for travel. Uh, it's really, really inexpensive for how much you are going to get out of one little bottle. It'll amaze you. It's made in the U.S. USA and a hundred percent money back guarantee. What else do you need? Shave Secret is available regionally at HEB, Wegmans, Walmart, and Amazon. Or you can go to shavesecret.com and use the promo code Beck and get a ten percent discount. That's shavesecret.com promo code Beck for a ten percent discount. Free speech prevails at Princeton University. That's according to uh, Robbie George, who joins us now. Robbie George, professor at Princeton, director of the James Madison program. Robbie, how are you? I'm very well, Glenn. It's good to be back with you. It's been a long time. Yeah, I know. It's good to good to talk to you. Um, I was struck by your um, your editorial and then your tweet storm, and and what. Uh, people were saying to you, and I just want to give a couple of things. Uh, your fourth in the in the thread was, even as I'm composing this thread, a message came in from somebody reporting professional consequences of a statement that transgressed some aspect of woke orthodoxy. I'm not conservative, but the woke Taliban won't spare progressives that don't expect, accept their platform 100%. The next one was yeah. now I'm getting deluged with a new set of messages saying, what do we do? So tell me about this experience. What what happened? Well, uh, it began when I uh, 
tweeted out something that I do every few months, which is that I don't like interacting with anonymous accounts. I like to know who the people are I'm uh, talking with. So uh, please be in touch with me if you're uh, operating from an anonymous account to let me know who you are. I'll keep the information uh, private, but otherwise I'm clearing out the anonymous account. So I need to hear from you if you want to continue to be one of my uh, Twitter followers. followers. Uh, so I turned on the uh, direct message function so that people could direct uh, message me, and suddenly an avalanche of messages uh, began coming in, uh, an enormous number in the hundreds, mostly saying, I'm operating from an anonymous account because I fear for my job. I would say a little more than half were from maybe 60%, uh, that's a rough estimate, uh, were from academic people, including tenured mm. professors. Tenured professors who said, I'm operating from an anonymous account because I have some conservative views, and if they were known, I fear that my tenure would be revoked. Now, Glenn, I'm an academic. I've been a professor at Princeton for 35 years. I can tell you it's very, very hard to revoke tenure. But people are so frightened that they believe their tenure would be revoked or that their lives will be made so miserable by the university's uh, administration and by their academic colleagues, that it's not worth it to them to speak their minds without a mask on hiding their identities. Roughly the remaining 40% were people from all walks of life, business, government, the professions who expressed a similar fear. Uh, nearly 100%, not quite, but nearly 100% feared uh, the consequences because the views they secretly hold are conservative. I did get a few messages. You, you just read one from people on the progressive side. Most of those were people who said, I fear my fellow progressives coming after me in an outrage mob mm -hmm. because although I'm progressive, mm -hmm. I'm not all that woke. I'm not at the extreme. And there are people who are at the extreme who will come after me. A few did write in to say, I'm in circumstances where I have a conservative boss. If he knew I was a progressive, he would take uh, actions against me. But the vast majority went in the other direction. So, um, Robbie, what does, first of all, what does that say about where we are at this time? Where would you put us in history? Um, and the other is, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm shocked that I'm not hearing from more big, you know, I would say not radical, uh, liberals, um, you know, but, but people who have voted Democrat and vote different, believe differently than you or I do that they're not coming out and standing up and saying, whoa, 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 this is a bridge too far. This has got to well, stop. Well, uh, uh, well, Glenn, actually, a pretty large number of fairly prominent ones did exactly that recently in a statement published by Harper's Magazine. It included left-wing figures like Noam Chomsky, Gloria Steinem. Uh, I saw that, yeah. Yep. Of course, they immediately came under fierce attack from the even more radical yeah. elements who denounced them as racists and so forth. You know, they, they play that card every time. Uh, and and it uh, pretty much, as far as I can see now, fizzled out. It wilted under the uh, under the heat of fire. Some members of the uh, group withdrew their names. Uh, they were pressured and. Mm. Uh, subjected to uh, vilification and withdrew their names. But you asked me the question, uh, 
where does this mean we are? Well, this means we're in trouble, Glenn. It means we're in trouble. Certainly for us in the academic world, it means we're in trouble. Because if you have a large percentage of academics, people who are supposed to be dedicating their lives, their careers to truth-seeking and to non-indoctrinating teaching, uh, if we've got a large percentage of people in this domain who are unwilling to speak the truth as best they can grasp the truth, to quote Lincoln, as God gives us to see the truth out loud, mm-hmm. then we cannot run a university system. It will degenerate into indoctrination. It will not be it, a truth-seeking, knowledge-seeking institution. It already same is. Way, same, by the way, for trying yeah. to run a democratic republic. If citizens are afraid to speak their minds on public issues for fear of retaliation, you cannot run a republic. You, you can run a different kind of government. You can run some sort of autocracy, uh, but you cannot run a democratic republic. So without any hyperbole, because you're just not a hyperbole kind of guy, um, can you compare us to any stage of any society if we don't turn the if we don't turn the corner in the right way here, can you compare us on the road to anybody else that we've ever seen in history? Well, the real worry is that we're in uh, something like the early stages of the French Revolution before the terror. Now, we're already experiencing violence on the streets in our cities and so forth. So, you know, we've, we've, we've crossed some boundaries here. But looking at the situation yeah. more generally... You would not have been able to predict in 1789 that they were headed for what happened by 1793, 1794, 1795, uh, the, the horrors of the French uh, Revolution. Uh, the, the worry is that we're in a situation like that, which is why we've got to make sure and act against this now. And what it's going to take, Glenn, as I said in that, uh, that, that Twitter thread, it's going to take courage. It's going to take some people standing up in defiance of the bullies, in defiance of the mob, and speaking their minds plainly. Uh, civilly, certainly. Uh, respectfully, yes. But plainly, the Greeks had an expression, they had a word for this called parhesia. We need parhesia. What that means is blunt speech, plain speech. It doesn't have to be provocative speech. It certainly shouldn't be angry speech, but it has to be blunt truth-telling. Here's the way it is. And I'm going to speak my mind, and I'm going to stand I, up to the bullet. I, I just yesterday did an interview with Herschel Walker, uh, and we talked not just about politics. We, in fact, we spent very little time talking about politics. We just talked about what made him a success and and uh, and and how he views life and america uh and it was so full of common sense and plain spokenness i think it is going to be probably one of the biggest uh, podcasts that i've ever done because it's so rare to hear somebody who doesn't isn't filled with vitriol isn't it isn't trying to destroy somebody it's just trying to say look this isn't true What's happening in society is just, it's false. It's false. Yeah, yeah. You can't build on lies. Uh, And that's basically what his message is. I uh, have seen him on television. I don't know Herschel Walker personally, uh, but I've seen him speak, and uh, he's a Parhesia man. Uh, He tells the plain truth, not with anger, not with vitriol, but very bluntly and plainly. And it's really what we need. We need courage. So, Robbie, um, in the 1960s, we had the Malcolm X uh, faction. We had the Weather Underground faction. We had the 
the Marxist or the people that just wanted revenge. We had that. But we also had Martin Luther King. And that was organized as well as Black Lives Matter is right now. Black Lives Matter is a literal corporation. Uh, and it is it is very well funded and connected. Do you see the possibility of of putting together, finding a Martin Luther King and putting together that kind of coalition that will walk up to the jaws of hell with love and say, this, this isn't true and will take the beating? Uh, we can't look for a savior or a messiah. Uh, there was only one of those, and he's already done his work. We as Christians believe that. Um, it's not up to another Martin Luther King, Glenn. It's not up to somebody else who's going to come along. It's up to each and every one of us in our own communities. Cor- all of us have a voice. Correct. We- and, right. and all of us need to exemplify from some courage. Uh, there was another point I made, and I, bl- I believe it was in that Twitter thread. It might have been in a different one, but I believe it was in that one. My father, uh, God bless him, now approaching 95 years of age, when he was 18 years old, was pulled out of high school and sent to fight in Normandy and Brittany in France. Those 18 to 22, 23-year-old boys fought with extraordinary valor, whether it was against Hitler's war machine in Europe, or whether it was uh, uh, in the uh, in the Pacific with that terrible, terrible, horrible fighting, those circumstances in the Pacific. If my dad and our grandfathers and our great-grandfathers who fought in World War II and those who have fought in other wars at 18, 19, 20, 21 years old had the courage to put their lives on the line, we should have the courage to take far lesser risks to speak the truth. I agree. To those now who are trying to undermine the basic principles of our civilization and our polity. Right. Because it, if we don't do it now, it's only going to get much harder. You're the, this is the easiest time to do it. It's like, when do you plant a tree? Best time to plant a tree? Yesterday. Yeah. Best time to speak out? Yesterday. Because um, it's only going to uh, get to get harder. One last uh, question here, because I've only got about a minute. Um, the uh, millennials and people who are college age getting a really bad uh, rap right now, and I think many times really unfairly. I see that there is this hero generation. There is this group. They're just not highlighted. They're just not seen. But there is a lot of people that are in their 20s and, and, and even lower and, uh, than that in their teens that do get it and are willing to stand up. Would you agree with that in, in seeing that you are in the university system? You bet I would. Uh, they are a minority, but they are a powerful uh, minority, and they are brave, powerful. and they are brilliant. Uh, we've got yeah. them here at Princeton. Our students formed something called the Princeton Open Campus Coalition that began back in 2015. It's going to this day, and these are kids who are speaking truth to cultural power. They're speaking truth to the bullies who are trying to intimidate them among their fellow students. They're speaking truth to faculty who seek to intimidate them. They're speaking truth to university administrations. Uh, These kids really deserve our support. Uh, They're being role models, actually, for some of us older folks. There's a reversal. We would do well to emulate the courage I'm seeing in these, in these young men and women. Uh, so, yeah, there's some good signs out there. And let's not that let that go unacknowledged and unpraised. Um, Robbie, I appreciate um, your time and, and your friendship. I, I will tell you, uh, 
I am not one for pulling down statues. I'm one for teaching history. Uh, but I did have just an extra special day the day they uh, took the name of Woodrow Wilson down uh, at Princeton University. Uh, so thank you so yeah, much, Rob. Bit of an inside joke, but you, but I'm sure your yeah. followers, your your listeners, will understand. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they well, will. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Robbie. I appreciate it. You bet. Bye bye. Thank you. Um, all right. want to talk to you a little bit about honey. Right now, this is one thing you should do. We all have to save money. We all have to become smarter uh, and looking for things that are on sale, uh, that we have coupons or whatever. Honey is that uh, easy way to do that. It's a free browser extension that scours the Internet for all the promo codes and then finds the best one and attaches it to your cart. It's really simple. There's no gimmicks attached to it. They don't sell your information. They make money from the people who are are offering these deals. You're saving money with promo codes like you normally would, but you don't have to do any of the work. You don't have to find the codes. You don't have to worry about entering in. When you're there at checkout, you hit the Honey app, and you'll see the price drop. It's amazing to watch. Uh, You can even earn gift card rewards when you shop with Honey. So join now the 17 million members that have saved over $2 billion by using Honey. What are you waiting for? Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Beck. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. This is the Glenn Beck program. It is Friday. Coming up, we have a guy I don't know really anything. I don't know anything about uh, I just I saw an article and it was I, I got to tell you it was in the sun from the UK. So it's a little, you know, Stu, do they have top photos uh, accompanying the article in any way? Because that's usually uh, their approach. No, they no, they didn't. Uh, but uh, this guy uh, performs exorcisms all around oh. the, the world and mm-hmm. He was he was talking about how uh, the the Exorcist, the movie, this movie is so scary. I still cannot watch the Exorcist. I don't recommend it. But anyway, he says that's absolutely real and it's happening all the time. Uh, And he's seen it. And he says from levitation to super strength. Now, I believe in levitation because I watch Ghostbusters. Um, but, uh, yeah, unlike, yeah, you know, I wanted to, unlike the exorcist Ghostbusters is a documentary. Seriously. <laughs> when he was trying to talk to Dana, do you remember? He was just like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, come on. I, I think I do remember talk to Dana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I saw it with my own eyes. There was no trickery happening there. That was, uh, but anyway, he says, I've actually seen people levitate. And, uh, again, I don't know anything about him. Uh, other than uh, he's a very busy exorcist. And uh, please tell me you did more research on your show tonight than you're doing here on this exorcism uh, story. Oh, yeah. This is the last interview of the week right here. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, Monday, I'm usually very well researched and ready to go. (laughs) Uh, Friday, last (laughs) half hour of the show. Not so much. Not so much. But your Uh, show tonight has a little bit of something to do with UFOs and 
And uh, yeah, you have this one I've been wanting to to do for a while. This is actually the second one we've done because something is happening uh, where the government it feels to me like we are being prepared to hear the news that uh, aliens are here. And and uh, by the way, bring them out They're right behind the blue curtain here, um, because uh, th- there's just the New York Times reported and said it's no longer a belief in extraterrestrial life. It is or UFOs. It is now scientifically proven nobody seems to think this is a big deal i think this is a really big deal we have the experts uh that worked in the government and now are partnering with the government to develop technology based on the things that we have recovered from space wait what that's tonight you don't want to miss it All right. Uh, Let me tell you about Relief Factor. Um, One thing that I'm really proud of in my career is I don't recommend things uh, that I don't believe in. Uh, When I say that I tell you I believe in Relief Factor, I'm saying it because I've seen it work. Um, They tried to get me to be a uh, voice uh, for them for a very long time, and I wouldn't. Because I didn't use it. And quite honestly, uh, you know, I'm going to see doctors, real doctors. I'm not going to. One of these things this radio person is talking about. That's crazy talk. Uh, Well, I got so desperate because doctors had an answer that would work for a while and then it would stop working uh, that uh, I'd try anything. And my wife forced me to try Relief Factor. And she was right. Uh, I tried it and I'm still on it three times a day every day for two and a half years because for me it has worked and it does for 70 percent of the people that go on and try it so just try it for three weeks what do you have to lose beside the pain 800-583-84 it's relieffactor.com and you can subscribe to the blaze for a discount 10 bucks off at blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, it's Friday. I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to talk to you uh, about uh, evil, really. And and I really, truly believe and maybe you don't, but I do believe in the force of evil. And I believe we are seeing it right now conspire against the freedoms of man. And uh, God is always on the side of liberty and freedom uh, freedom from fear uh, that man cannot provide, but uh, Christ can, God can. And I saw this story uh, about this exorcist. His name is uh, Reverend Bill Bean. And uh, for a minute, I was hoping it was Mr. Bean uh, when he was doing his uh, reverend thing, because that's quite funny. But uh, it's not. This guy is a, a world-renowned exorcist. And he was talking about how uh this force of evil is absolutely real and he said you know i've seen everything that was in the exorcist um and so he's joining us now author of dark force revisited a uh, spiritual deliverance minister uh which i would think you would just call an uh an exorcist 
his name is Reverend Bill Bean, and he's joining us now. How you doing, Hi, Reverend? Glenn. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. So, so Bill, I, I have to ask you that, uh, you know, I, I believe in the force of evil. I do believe yeah. uh, in uh, that Satan is real and these things happen. Uh, but when you when you go into the world of and now we've got an exorcist on, you just yeah. it feels like, yeah, well, I'm I'm not crazy. I'm not going that far. You know what I mean? Well, our world what is, is stranger than fiction, my friend. We are. Yeah, <laughs> we're living in days that, uh, you know, 20 years ago, if you would have said that uh, we were living in these types of times and these some of these things were happening, people would have called us uh, lunatics. I know. I know. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you, uh, because I do believe that this this force is growing uh, at an exponential rate. Um, and uh, we are in the battle and possibly the biblical battle of 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 all time. Um, yeah. And are you seeing an increase of this? You know, what do you see? Well, first of all, I lived at Glen. I was a victim. Uh, I was victimized horribly in childhood in my family. Uh, let's just say those demonic forces greatly contributed to the destruction of my family. And this is why God called me to do this work, because I've been there. I know what it's like to suffer. So I take it very personally, and I'm very driven to do the best that I can by the power of God to help people. So what I'm seeing now, yes, is a major increase in people uh, being under this form of whether you want to call it demonic oppression, strongholds. And yes, there are some cases where people are uh, completely possessed. And I would say to those out there that are listening in and maybe saying right now, oh, this man's a crazy man. Well, maybe not so much if you were to see it for yourself. And I wouldn't wish it on anybody. You say that you have seen the things like levitation in exorcisms. How come, if that's true, how come we haven't seen video evidence of it? How come that we don't ever have any real evidence? Well, I could tell you this. In, in the cases that I've been involved in, when people are suffering at that level, they don't want attention. They don't want people to know that they are suffering in this way. And I believe me, I... Again, I know what it's like to suffer, and I know that when I was suffering, and my mother, who suffered more than any other person I've ever seen in my life, she was so embarrassed and ashamed, and she didn't want people to know about it. So that's my best answer for that. And I know that we live in a world of, you know, the instant video or picture or whatever. I understand that. But uh, when people are really suffering like this, Glenn, they don't want people to know. So when you say your mother suffered from this, uh, do you believe she was possessed by a demon? She wasn't possessed, but she was being attacked. I, too, as a child, was attacked by demonic forces on a regular basis. Uh, And 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 my mother suffered brutal. How would you define that? How do you define that? What would would that... Okay, in her case, um, she was being... In her sleep, she'd be awakened in her sleep by these things that were choking her. My mother had cuts and bruises and scratches on her, bite marks. I mean, just horrific things, Glenn. And my dad left home in 1975 uh, when I was nine years old. 
And I'm thankful that he did leave home because uh, for three years prior to his leaving, he viciously attacked my mother on a regular basis. And uh, it, I suffered so much trauma in childhood. I mean, we'd, we'd be here all day long if I were to list these things. But uh, I know what it's like to suffer. I've seen the horrific sufferings of my mother. And then uh, I was to a point in my life, to be honest with you, uh, after, neither of my parents lived to see 50, by the way. My mother died at the age of 44 from a cerebral hemorrhage, and my father was shot to death at the age of 48. And I've had many other tragedies in my family as well. I have very little family left. And that left me, after the uh, passing of my mother, which she died two months uh, and two days later uh, from my grandmother, who suddenly died. Those were the two closest people to me on, in my life. And once they were gone, I didn't have a desire to live anymore. Now, I wasn't going to slip my wrist or take pills or anything like that, but I can tell you, I wanted somebody to come up and put a gun to my head and pull the trigger. I did not want to live anymore. So I went through that for so long, and then I had an epiphany one day that maybe I could do better and be better. I dropped out of school in the eighth grade. I lied about my age. I went to work. I grew up on the streets. I hung out with the worst of the worst people. Mm. Um, I could very easily be dead or in prison, but God had a plan for my life. And I fully understand that now. So he saved me. I've been in so many life-threatening situations, and each and every time God saved me, and I understand perfectly well now because he works through me to help people. I'm nothing special, Glenn, but I can assure you of this. God has worked through me to do extraordinary things for people uh, all over the world. It's just mind-boggling, and I can never thank God and praise God enough for that. And yes, I truly believe that not only are we seeing an uptick in these cases, we are also, uh, in my opinion, in biblical times. And I am urging people, and look, I can't force anybody to do anything, nor do I want to. God gave us free will. However, I'm urging people to open their eyes and see what is taking place right now, and it's only by God that we are going to be spared and get out of this. Only by God. And I, I, I agree with you. I think we are living in uh, those days foretold. Um, I don't think that th this is, I think this is the warm-up act. Uh, I don't think mm -hmm. we're actually engaged in the end times as the warm-up to it, but uh it is uh, it's remarkable. I never I remember saying on the air 20 years ago, I can't imagine a time where we will not be able to understand the other side, that we will think they're evil and they'll think we're evil. Uh, and it will be very clear to each one of us. Uh, and we won't be able to understand the other side. We're there. Yeah, we're there. No, I agree. And the devil's very clever in these types of tactics. So these are divide and conquer tactics. So if you can get uh, everybody against everybody, well, there you go. This is right out of his playbook. And yeah. this is what he's doing. And this plan is unfolding. And I'm urging people, please stop, look, listen, think. And most of all, treat others how you would like to be treated. And if everybody could suddenly stop and apply that to their life, Boy, wouldn't the world change drastically? Yeah, it's um, it's remarkable to me that we miss a couple of things. Um, one, that the author of chaos is mm -hmm. Satan. He's Correct. the author of chaos. 
and look at how chaos is being promoted and embraced. If you're part of a chaotic movement, you're on the wrong side. And then the other thing on, on, the, on the, the Christian side um, is how many people um, appear to have almost a, a, a paper-thin belief in God to where yeah. they'll say, yeah, well, you know, God, you know, God's not going to save us from this. We have to say, no, no, no. We have to do the right things by God. And by Correct. and then God will save us. You know what I mean? It's you it's are, uh, boy, it's God a, bless you, Glenn. You're so awake. You get it. You understand it. You're one of the very few. You are so fortunate and so blessed that your eyes are wide open to the truth. And man, it's an honor to be on with you because you really get it. Well, thank you very much. I uh, I appreciate it. Um, um, Most people don't uh, get it. They're they're walking around. And here's another thing that the devil does. He doesn't care if you believe in him or not. He wants you to be puffed up in yourself. So Jesus was selfless. He would do anything for anybody, and he put himself last. He put others before himself. It's the devil who's selfish. Look at our society now. It's all about me. And, and so, it, again, it's right out of the devil's playbook to have everybody walking around in this type of haughtiness. They don't need God. Are you kidding me? They think they are God. Yeah. And they, uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, the best thing the, uh, the devil ever did for himself was to convince the world that he didn't exist. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's quite an amazing thing. I read an article um, from the Satanists of America uh, this week, and they were actually saying, well, here's the thing. We don't actually believe in Satan. <laughs> really? really uh it's well rebellion uh, is an incredible witchcraft so uh you know again and that's what we are this is a major theme in our country and in the world now is rebellion it is the devil who is the rebellious one and so we see all these things and then again woe to those who call evil good and good evil here we are so uh, men like us who try to stand up for what's good and for what's right. And look, I don't claim to be perfect. I'm not perfect. I try to do the best that I can do and be the best that I can be each and every day of my life because I have to be somebody to and for somebody every day. Uh, however, uh, these types of people, uh, they, they're really out to get men that stand up for what's good and for what's right. It's just amazing how... Everything is just upside down and backwards in our nation and the world. Um, Reverend Bill Bean, thank you so much. Uh, author of the uh, book Dark Forces Revisited, uh, a sp spiritual deliverance minister. You can follow him at BillJBean.com. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn. God bless you. You too. So with all the Rona flying around these days, conventional medical wisdom suggests that it's a good idea to be outside in the sunshine. Um, that's unless you're living on the surface of the sun. Uh, oh, my gosh. I have such compassion and, and, uh, and empathy for the people that work outside, especially in the South. 
I mean, working outside in Seattle is, you know, sucks because it's always raining, but it's usually not surface of the sun hot. I can't even imagine being a roofer at this time of year down here in the south in Texas. Oh, my gosh, it's hot. Um, the same thing can be said by, <clears throat> you know, saying, uh, hey, you want to grill outside? You know, in some parts of the country, it's still nice to grill outside in Texas. The last thing you want to do is make it hotter outside. Um, so, you know, grilling on the Rectech uh, could be kind of daunting if it didn't have smart grill technology, which means you are inside in, with the air conditioning and your smartphone connects, can control the temperature of the heat, will tell you exactly what's going on with your food. I mean, this is the grill is smarter than I am. And I admit that, uh, you know, but uh, a lot of work went into this grill. I was created, you know, in a night of passion. That's so anyway, Rectech, uh, you can find them in social media. Sign up for their newsletter. It's Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q, T-E-Q, Rectech.com, R-E-C-T-E-C-T-E-Q.com, Rectech. Best grills you will find anywhere. Do your own homework and find it to be true like I have. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday and this is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I, uh, I saw this article and I thought of Joe Rogan. Uh, listen to this. Here's just the headline. Austin City Council just voted to cut $150 million from its police department. The reason why I thought about Joe Rogan is he has announced that he is moving to Texas uh, because he can't take California anymore. And the rumor is, is that he's moving to Austin and he's building studios in Austin. And I just want to say this, Joe you're not when you're you're not moving to Texas when you're moving to Austin. You're you're moving to the next California. What are you doing? <laughs> it's fine because Austin's a cool town, but you're right. It's it's the it's the most California part of Texas. Certainly. Yeah, it's like I got to get out of San Francisco. Uh, I'm moving to Oakland. What? What? <laughs> it's not going to be any better. Yeah, I, I played a clip of uh, Joe Biden on the show uh, this week, and it was the main reason I played it. It was to show how far he's felt fallen from where he was just in like 2008. And it was a clip about with him and Sarah Palin, and it was one of his answers. And he goes through this whole thing, and he he's remarkably coherent. He you know shows some emotion about his son. He looks like a totally different person than the 2020 mm. running for president, Joe Biden. Um, but what's fascinating about the clip is he starts it with bragging about how he fought to add tens of thousands of police officers to the street and bragging about how he passed the 1994 crime bill. And it's like, it's oh, yeah. so fascinating to see this same party is now running the same guy who is now fleeing from those positions. And the same party mm-hmm. is pulling these same officers that Joe Biden took credit for off the streets to try to impress Antifa. It's amazing. The the fall of the Democratic Party when it happens is going to be astronomical. You know, it's just going to be it's unless we just turn into one of those failed states that just keeps going. Well, I don't know what's causing this. <laughs> program.